Everybody's got their problems Everybody says the same things to you Just a matter how you solve them Knowing how to change the things you've been through I feel I've come to realize How fast life can't be compromised Step back to see what's going on I can't believe this happened to you Part of me won't agree Cause I don't know if it's for sure Suddenly, suddenly I don't feel so insecure And we are back. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. That was Sum 41, the Hell song. My cover of that. It's been a minute since I've had time to do a cover. I've been out of town a lot. Wanted to do that for you guys today. How are you? How was your week? Big week coming up. Game of Thrones. What? Are you a fan? You gotta be. Bobby Lee got me into that originally. He paid me to watch the show originally whenever I was on the road with him years ago. I'll get into that story a different time. But guys, hope you're having a great week. Got a big announcement coming. Big announcement. Has to do with the Reagan Watkins album. That's all I can say right now. I might leak it on Kill Tony tomorrow, this week. Uh, we'll see if, uh, if, if I'm allowed to announce it then. But very, very excited. Guys, I had a good week. I went to uh, my buddy Eric Andre's birthday party this weekend. And um, I, pet a, I pet a camel. How can you not have a good week when you pet a freaking camel? Are you kidding me? What? Yeah. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Did some uh, did some stand-up this week. I, I didn't go to West Nyack for Kill Tony because uh, Pat Reagan and I are actually working on a TV show right now that I can't talk about too much, but I'm very excited for you guys to see it when it comes out, and any time I can announce it, I definitely will. I'll share it with you guys. Guys, we have a new sponsor this week. What? Yeah, new sponsor. It's Matt Masisco Studios. Matt Masisco is, hands down, guys, one of the best photographers in L.A. or anywhere, and I'm just super lucky to be friends with this guy. He actually did the picture of the Jeremiah Wonders podcast logo for me, if you've seen that on iTunes or anywhere on the social medias. We just did a headshot session that I'll be uh, releasing photos of soon. Dude, hot stuff. Super hot stuff. I've traveled with this guy. He shot photos of portraits of comedians and rock stars at the Comedy Jam. And he photographed my freaking wedding. One of the most important days of my life. He's in my inner circle, baby. And I want him to be in your inner circle. That's right. You need new headshots. You got a wedding, a big event. Matt Masisco is your guy. Follow him on Instagram at Matt Masisco Studios. His website is www.mattmasiscostudios.com. Matt, M-I-S-I-S-C-O, studios.com. Did I just use the Oscar Mayer theme song to get Matt Masisco Studios stuck in your head? I most certainly did. Check him out. Get headshots from that guy. Get some kind of photos. I love that guy with all my heart. I want to thank the other sponsors of this show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza, Menti Music, and our newest sponsor, Caveman Coffee, who's been killing it at Caveman Coffee Co. Thank you, Tate Fletcher and the team over there. Loving those coffee supplies. My guests are loving the swag that they pick up when they do this show. They get some weed. They get some coffee. What? Are you kidding me? At Speedweed on Twitter, at Bronxborn Pizza on social media. Yep. Menti Music, David Knoll, Seth Miller. Shout out to my boys out in the east coast area hooking up those music shops and stuff like that those instruments go get a 
student instrument, go get a pro instrument, intermediate, whatever you need for those guys. Guys, if you are a company, if you're a company listening to this show, you want me to do a little ad read for you, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. If you're just a listener that wants to support the show, you can actually do that by PayPaling jeremiahwonders at gmail.com or by going to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button at the bottom of the page. And any amount is appreciated. Any and all amounts. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. By the way, I did revamp jeremiahwonders.com. There's a list of episode links all in one place, very similar to killtony.tv, where you can find all the episodes and character lists at killtony.tv. If you can't donate to the PayPal, what would help me is if you go over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review this podcast. We're now at 466 reviews, slowly climbing every week. I'd love to get to over 500 reviews in this next month, guys. Just because, you know, there's thousands of you out there. I'd love for that to reflect in the uh, in the iTunes reviews. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. What's going on? I'm so stoked for freaking Game of Thrones. You have no idea. I went from being just a few years ago, never even seen an episode, to loving the show. I, I, oh, I'm on my heels. I'm on my tippy toes just waiting to see what happens. On Instagram this week, I uh, I told you I was running out of kindness challenge letters. That's true. Keep sending them in. Guys, the goal for this thing is to have so many emails in the chamber that I can't even get to all of them in a, in a fast, timely manner. Like Because there's that much kindness and that many good deeds that are going on around. You know what I mean? That's the goal. So keep sending in those kindness challenge letters. And uh, any artwork that you have, if you want to do uh, some artwork of me and or like the guest together on the show, something that stood out to you, dude. Send it in to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Also, some music submissions. Send them there as well. I will try to feature some songs that you send in for the podcast. Got some tour dates coming up. April 23rd, please come to Stand Up on the Spot here at the Comedy Store. If you haven't seen that show, man, it's been so much freaking fun lately. And it's my baby. You got to see it live. And added some new elements to the show that I think that you will really enjoy. I'll be at Moon Tower in Austin April 24th through 27th and then May 2nd I will be headlining the Rec Room in Huntington Beach and for the Kill Tony Summer Tour that we are about to embark on, go to TonyHinchcliffe.com for all those tour dates. I gotta do this. Uh, there's this dude on the on the show, man, that um, he's becoming a beast really quickly, guys. He uh, He confessed to me that he edited through sickness to get this podcast out on time. And that's my that's my buddy Gage Tiarina. He's a freaking beast. I might just start calling him Beast, like from X-Men, because that's what this dude is, man. Comedy, audio and video editing. He's helped me produce this thing. He's getting it out there on time. He's up in the production value. He wants you to subscribe to YouTube, because guess what? On YouTube, the videos, he adds special effects and stuff. There's different stuff going on visually that you're not even getting to to hear on the podcast. You got to go over there and check that out. And he's a freaking stand-up in Texas. So go see my pal Gage Tiarina. See the beast live. Because who knows? He's going to be coming out to LA soon. And well, guys, he may even appear on Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> yep. Let's just say he's my young J-man training. Oh, yes, it's going to happen. Gage is a beast. Why am I doing such a big plug for Gage? He threatens me, guys. He has his hands around my neck right now. And if I don't plug him even more, if I don't tell you how funny he is and how great of a producer and editor is, he's threatened 
to crush me. That's the real reason why his name is Beast. Anyway, we're going to have a great show today. Dan Soder is my guest. Yes. Man, am I freaking excited for Dan Soder. I don't know if you guys have been feeling it, but we've been on a run of great episodes lately. I'm very excited for that. We're doing the Kindness Challenge letters within the show. I think that's been fun. People have been responding well to that. I think more people have been seeing and or listening to that. And you know what? Dan is one of the perfect guests for Jeremiah Wonders. We did a bunch of different characters. We did a bunch of different impressions. And he's just one of those guys who just, you set something up and you just go with this guy. Absolutely love Dan Soder. You probably know him from The Bonfire. Maybe you know him from the show Billions on Showtime. So many things. Without further ado, he's my pal. And if he's not yours yet, oh, he's going to be after this episode. Please welcome Dan Soder to Jeremiah Wonders. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, that's great. And that's what I believe when I want it in my butt. Dude, this is so awesome. Dishonor, welcome back to Japan's number one again show. Dishonor. Did you bring a dishonor to your family? You're what? This just sounds like a demon. I am Barry White, Satan's number one musician. That's right. Barry White was satanic. All hail the Dark Prince, and then you take off your clothes. I'm just like a. I'm like one of those dudes that just like made his own guitar out of like a so you know. And you're like, no, I mean, you can like build. You're like Jack White. You just got all this cool shit going on. Dude, just putting in the work, man. Yeah. By the way, like I've been I've been recording I've been recording you for uh a bit, like while you're playing around. Yeah. Like and I think I'm gonna do a super cut of me not even in the frame of <laughs> yeah. you just playing around with it while I'm doing other things. Yeah. It's yeah. is, is pretty magical. Oh yeah. I mean I'm a fucking child. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, dude, welcome to the inside. I love know? it. I love it. Yeah. This is like a playground in this here. This is a cool fucking setup. Dude, we're I've been really excited to have you on for like as soon as as soon as it got locked in, like I like I foresaw it in the future. Yeah. I've been I've been waiting yes, for this moment for a long time. The yeah. Oracle. Oh man, I can shown. Where is it? Where is it? The Oracle has spoken, returning finally. You shall I mean, how cool is that? You I mean, that. yeah, the, I mean, the Oracle, you know, knows what's up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we, there's actually been a lot of people who have requested that I get you on this show. And yeah. I was like, it'll happen organically. We always, you know, like, we always have a great time, like, whether it's at festivals or when I go to New York or you come here or whatever. And I so rarely come here that I'm so glad that when we did this podcast, it was here, a home game for you. Yeah. With the, with that the way, setup. all the equipment. That's because ex- yeah. that's the only thing is I don't like taking this podcast. Like, when people are like, hey, can you come to me? Like, when I'm on the road, I'm like, I'd rather you just kind of come to me because it's worth it. Like... With the setup, you see why it's worth it. Oh yeah, you got to get here. You got to get. You got to come to the, the studio. The acoustics I are mean, incredible. Just, the NPR mics. Look at this. I oh, know. Right? Today we're it gonna just, uh, we're gonna show a uh, a new study that says asshole cancer is actually just in the brain. Wow, it's all a conceived. 
You know, I love how calm I they heard, are about. I heard that. Actually. They're always the calmest about the most crazy shit in the world. Yeah. A mass grave was discovered in Somalia. Uh, I I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, you actually uh, are suffering from pancreatic cancer. It's very aggressive. You're dying on the show. Oh wow, so that's wanna, very unfortunate. I want to thank you for coming by and dying. Yeah. This is Todd Berry level. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey. You guys hey. ever been to the Kansas City Airport? All right. <laughs> you guys ever uh, take those soaps out of hotel rooms and pile them up in your sarcophagus <laughs> tomb? Todd is when one of my to Egypt. Todd is one of my favorite. You guys do that? He's one what? of my favorite stand-up comedians, but he's also a guy that always is talking like he's falling asleep, but he's trying to act like he's not sleeping. That's so good. He goes, "Yeah, I mean, can you?" Um, are you guys hungry? It's just, I just, right, yeah. Who's there? Who's over there? He's also very scared for some reason. Yeah. So, um, startled, sleepy Todd Barrett. So, uh, I noticed that. Have you guys noticed this? His, his long drive, Todd Barry talking to the driver. Yeah, you can tell it snows here. Are you, what are you, it's all the eye jerk. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and so, uh, Big J, Big J does my favorite impression that's a non-speaking impression where Big J will do, next time you see him, tell him to do guy waking up on an airplane and he'll he'll cross his arms <laughs> and, and he'll be deep asleep yeah. and you just have to go, sir, sir, and he does the best and just like looks around startled. Oh man, it's my favorite non-speaking impression that's probably so out there. How and yeah, I did a, a visual impression on an audio. Yeah, medium. well, you know what? This is also on YouTube, so get on over yeah. to YouTube and watch it there. Yeah, man. How did you and Big J become friends? Because standing outside smoking cigarettes. Really? Comedy. Wow. But, but specifically cigarettes. Wow. You cigarettes and alcohol, that. man. Yeah. I, I was outside smoking and Jay, I was like an open micer and a barker at the old Comedy Village, which was the formerly the Boston Comedy Club. Yeah. And I was just sitting out front barking people in and I liked I could, that I could sit in front and smoke cigarettes. And Jay was smoking cigarettes and we started talking and immediately started making each other laugh. And I was like, dude, this guy's so cool. He's a seller comic. Yeah. He's like, uh, I think this was right before he had a half hour, maybe like a year before his Comedy Central presents. So to me, he was like a headliner. I mean, this guy was like headlining. So it's crazy he was talking to me. Yeah. But You're we just, just like pumped. You're just like, oh, I can't believe. Okay, cool. And then we just got along, became friends, started hanging out. And then years later, you know, still smoking cigarettes outside. Christine, his girlfriend, mm -hmm. who was his girlfriend at the time, was like, you guys need to do a podcast. And this yeah. was like 2013. Because you guys' chemistry is so good. And it's one of those things where, you know, he probably started talking. And it's funny, like veteran comics can pick up really quickly how quick other comics are. Yeah. And you guys are both riffers. You know yes. what I mean? You guys are like, that's what I love about, like anytime I visit New York, dude, just being out on the sidewalks, like, and just riffing like outside, like the cellar or the fat black or it's like whatever, like just for hours. Like, I'm like, yes, this is incredible. That is, the t you know what it is, man? It's like, um, it, it, it's, it's just like finding a, a person where you're like, oh fuck, we can just do this for as long as we want. Yeah. We're not bored. Yeah. It's like finding a way to be like, when you see a person, you're like, I know I'm not going to be bored because you're just going to be, you're fun to talk to. I feel that way when I see you, there's yeah. a lot of guys that I, that I, that I see that I'm like, yes, I know I can have a fun conversation and get weird and we could talk about like, you can just bring up a subject and we'll talk. Yeah, about, we'll we just can, go. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Jay was definitely a guy like that. And then I just, I opened for him and it was fun. And, and then we, you know, 
we started doing a podcast and never released it because Comedy Central gave us the bonfire, you know, oh. through like months and months of bullshit. We sure. finally got we finally got the bonfire, and then it was like, dude, this setup that you have, you did it yourself. Yeah. The setup of Sirius is just going in and then having Lou Witzke, our producer, our super producer, just like be able to pick up effects and that kind of stuff as we're doing it. As a guy that does any voices and you'll know, it is a treat. You're just like, oh, yeah, good mics, good headphones. And you're like, oh, I can just. Oh, I'm sad. We can just play now. When did you start doing voices? Like, how old were you? Little kid, like I, I like I started like mimicking like things, and my parents would be like, "Oh, he can do," you know what I mean? Like, "Oh, he do it for these people." You yeah, know? I remember doing a poo from The Simpsons, mm -hmm. which was wrong, and I'm so sorry. You know what? This is Dan Soder's public apology. I'm sorry for doing a poo when I was a little white cisgendered male boy. You know what? Actually, I brought you on the podcast to actually out you. You Let's disgust me. You. Let's bring him out. Harry Condobolo just walks out. He's <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Shame, shame, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was um, uh, Apu and groundskeeper Willie, and I, it was the Simpsons. Were I was like seven, and I just mm -hmm. remember like being able to do those voices sure. and doing them at school, and people being like, "Dude, that's yeah, awesome!" Well, yeah, it's a it gets a huge response because it's 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 people's favorite things that they're watching, and and you're able to to recreate it for them. They're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, and they don't realize it's like, "Are you a only child?" No, I'm middle child. Middle child. So, yeah, okay, yeah. so you, middle child. I, I, as an only child, I was just like alone a lot, but I had action figures, and that was always a way I would do. Freaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures right behind us. I had tons of action figures growing up. Loved them. Yep. And I remember making a machine gun noise, which was like, like that. You're like, and my mom was like, look back, and she's like, that sounds like a machine gun. And I'm like, yeah, lady. It's war. Yeah, I think it is. Mom, <laughs> it's an M16. <laughs> You're um, covered in blood. When yeah, I, yeah. Like, honey, where'd you get that blood? I made it. I cut myself, Mom. I take my blood and I put it in little bags and I put it in the G.I. Joe's. I make my own blood capsules. It takes me forever and then I bite down on them. They explode. She looks back and I'm doing uh, post-war PTSD therapy. She's like, yeah. Dan, are you... Are you th you doing therapy for the soldiers? Don't worry about it, Mom. Yeah. This is Ron. He has a drinking problem because he saw good men die. <laughs> like, oh, man, your G.I. Joe's have gotten sad. Yeah. His best friend died at 17. He, How's your day going, Mom? Hey, you want to call him a baby killer? Look at him. He's just holding <laughs> a G.I. Joe. Call him a baby killer. <laughs> but yeah, man. Voices were like action figures and loneliness. I yeah. Think were, and jerky boys. Jerky boys, yeah. Yeah, that uh, uh, I enjoyed the movie. I never got into the the their like actual skits like a crazy amount. I, I don't have a vast history. See, that was the thing that got me was CDs came out, mm -hmm. and my dad, who is like the you know stereotypical divorced dad. So now, can your mom or dad do they have talent to do voices? No. That's so interesting. At all? Yeah. But my dad thought it but was that, the funniest. That's kind of the same with my 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 mom and my dad they've got like they've got one or two yeah. speeds you know what I mean? yeah, yeah my my dad was super funny and really quick-witted my mom was like uh dramatic but yeah she, but she's like encapsulating like you watch her and you're like you're good at holding a room she can hold a room and my yeah. dad was super funny so i definitely think there's things i inherited them comedically from them but definitely not voices but i noticed when i did voices for my dad when I would like visit him and he's like just an alcoholic. It was like a bowling alley bartender. So when I do voices for him, he was like, he, he would go nuts. Yeah. 
Like Danger, yeah, that's my son right there. Dangerfield was the one when I was like ten, and I could do a good Rodney Dangerfield. My dad was like, "That's like, crazy. This kid's incredible." But I should have, yeah, because I, you know, I'd come in and just do like shtick that I heard, like, hey, you know, my uh, there was a fire at the house. My my wife said to my kids, uh, "Don't yell, you'll wake your father." You know, and not only getting respect at home, you know what I'm saying, Johnny? And I just like, and he's like, "This is a ten year old, ten year old." But what I should have done is just tried to get him to be a better dad. I'm like, hey, I'm telling you, you know what I like? Birthday cards on my birthday. Yeah, you're forgetting hey. them. I'm telling you, I get no respect as your son. And he's like, what? I feel like you're like, doing. Yeah, are, are you trying to. Are you doing bits about me are to you, me as Rodney Dangerfield? Are you Dangerfield? Dangerfield as a hey. vehicle? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, maybe you should pay my mom some child support. Hey, maybe we go, we go play some catch or something. Hey, 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 you know, maybe it kind of hurts when you forget that Christmas was last Tuesday. You call me on the 30th. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm carrying around these scars. Ah, I'm going to have a drinking problem. <laughs> That's not just psychological Dangerfield yeah. for my dad. Psychological Dangerfield. Yeah, that's like always a fun thing with voices is doing like woke Dangerfield is one of my favorite things do where I'm that's like, great hey i'm telling you you don't know who doesn't get any respect women of color yeah you know man white men that's the real problem yeah, i'm telling you i am one and i don't like it oh boy i got privilege you want to know about privilege i can have a rental car a cop won't even pull me over <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's shit like that but like i noticed if i could do that i could get away with saying a lot of crazy shit sure I mean, honestly, it's uh, it's one of my favorite things about Kill Tony. Is Did we you get... do that pilot voice last night? You were getting away with some crazy shit. But also, yeah. it's like when you break, it's so impressive to watch you guys stay in character. And I love that. That's something I, I'm very terrible at. Oh, just, get... stay, just staying in it? You're in it, dude. Want, dude, That once that once that flip is uh, switched, the switch is flipped. Either way. Flip switch, flip. switch flip. Or we flip the switch. The switch. Huh? Yeah. Turn it on its side, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Come on, dude. Dude. I mean, come seriously. on. I forgot that that is a very big vibe out here. I mean, it's a big vibe for sure. Dude, they have like tight shirts. Dude, there's a lot of tight sexy shirts? dudes out here. Oh, dude, the sexiest of dudes. I've noticed that's what I don't like about LA versus New York is our shitheads are a lot less conniving yeah if that makes any sense that makes sense yeah. our guys get on the train and they're like yo bro i'm getting mad pussy right all i'm saying is yo i'm about to knock motherfuckers it's a, it's out it's more at face value yeah they're you know like, what yo I mean? bro what the fuck are you looking at bro step off fuck you man yo yeah. this bitch got an ass and here it's like what's up bro what's your name hey. hi hello jonathan yeah hi hey, how are you what's hi up? nice to meet you dude that uh, is I'm gonna have sex with your girl in front of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly like, the it's like. It's very like what, dude? Oh my god, so blessed to be here. You are so, so incredible. You know, when you go to the bathroom, I'm gonna whip my cock out at your wife. Yeah, so it, it's gonna be a scene, and then I'm gonna tell her to never speak of this again. If okay? I get an opportunity to professionally bury you, I will do so and not even wince. I would, you know that that turn of phrase, stabbing someone in the back. I'd rather do it between your eyes, okay? Okay, let me see if let me see if my effect is here. That's my new game show. It's the new number one game show in Japan. Japanese dishonor. Yeah, when you bring yeah. Japanese dishonor. Yeah. The the yeah. the samurai devil. Yeah, the samurai comes out. You have brought dishonor. 
<laughs> dude, how cool that is. It's pretty good. Yeah, that would, that's how they clean up America. Dude, they yeah, that guy just pops up and it like comes behind <laughs> you and forces you to Harry carry yourself. Yeah, right? That's awesome. <laughs> like like yeah. just <laughs> Yeah, she's like, How do I get more likes on this bikini picture? Your father is dishonored. Ah! <laughs> just guts everywhere. Oh, why did yeah. I oh no? The new game show, Harikari. Harikari. Yeah, dude. The Japanese, that's why I respect the shit out of them. They have like so much of like, don't embarrass yourself in public. Yeah. But then a, also a lot of that. Really embarrass yourself in public. Yeah. They're like, I'm fucking well put together. I'm gonna get hammered and get naked and run around. Dude, one of the most frightening I don't, I don't even know why I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah. One of the most frightening videos I've ever seen, and it's kind of porn it's kind of porn that my friend showed me but he didn't you know when you have a buddy who doesn't tell you that it's leading to porn he's yeah. like you got to see this video and then you yeah, just start yeah. watching it like, these, okay these people are fucking out yeah so there was dude this is one of like tears laughing like me laughing so hard because it's so ridiculous that people find this a fetish yeah it's this girl this japanese girl she's like oh noodles and she starts eating noodles right so, oh, that's so good like eating all this and stuff and then she starts vomiting oh, God. all the noodles up on a businessman oh dressed businessman yeah yeah and dude i like it's I, there's something about throw up that makes me laugh so hard yeah because it's the most it's the weakest a human being could be. Yeah. Is it your body? Well, you're seeing them just like completely uh, crumble. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like just shrivel up. How many noodles, how much noodles did she eat before the Dude, vomiting started? Like a, a lot? A crazy amount. Like a, Kobayashi, like a Kobayashi amount of? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have brought businessman Bona. Daddy still keeps on. Oh no, you're a boner. Oh, you're a Whenever I leave Jay's hotel room on the road, or or sometimes when I leave his house, just randomly I'll turn around and go bye, and just do the Japanese kiss thing. Yeah, it's just a funny thing for a giant white dude. To it's, do. it's it's great. It's very out of character. Yeah, it, it's like oh, this is this doesn't fit at all. I love voices that don't match bodies. Oh yeah, man. That's always great. Yeah. If you can, uh, I, I feel like my voice doesn't really match my face, but then after a while you it's can get a, used to it. Yeah. It's your, your, your voice is like, oh, it's a little deeper than I thought. Yeah. That's your, I remember one of my mom's boyfriends, like one of her first dates, she's like, that's your real voice. And you're like, Jesus, <laughs> like, oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Did you grow up next to power lines, brother? I am Dan. <laughs> my name is Daniel. My name is Daniel. <laughs> Just a song, like I Javier am. Bardem and yeah. fucking, no, go, <laughs> yeah. oh, flip it. Uh, call it. Call it. I just have a bad haircut. Hello. Are you here Hello. for my mother? <laughs> You're here to date my mother. My name is Javier Bardem. I will murder you if you have you ever been shot in the head with a high pressure bar. Javier, no, I actually haven't. Um, hey, um, Penelope will be back from the bathroom. Give me one second. Um, okay, I was gonna actually. Uh, I'm actually not here for your mom. I'm actually. Um, I was wondering if you maybe would have a cage with me in the backyard. Uh, I. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I guess I, I, would I can. Prefer to throw a ball with you, but in the backyard, I will throw to you, and you throw it back to me. Okay, there's only. Uh, there's only kettlebells okay. back here. Uh, we will lift kettlebells above our heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for after a while, you're like, all right. <laughs> 
Yeah, my voice never has really matched my face. I I feel, but yeah. you your voice matches your face. I think so. Yeah, yeah. When it comes out, you're like, all right. You're, you're like, okay. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Great to see you back from New York. I don't think that's your voice at all. Is no, that... this is the real me, Dan. <laughs> I don't like this Jeremiah. Hey, this hey, is Dan. real Jeremiah. Yeah, it's gonna be really exciting to see you guys at Skankfest this year. I love that you're opening up and really being yourself. Yeah, it's also my. You can touch my face too. Like, uh, I'm gonna really let my let my inner self talk. That's a lot of plastic surgery and super successful, Jeremiah. Oh, hey, Dan. Hey, uh, it's good to see you, man. Oh, you look great, dude. Hey, yeah, how's the bonfire going? It's dude, it's still going good, man. You really. Wow. You got a lot of Botox, huh? Oh no, you know I just uh, got a couple of loose ends tightened. Your face is so plump. Oh, you know, I, 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 I touch. like a little curvature and also some angular features as well. I just wanted to touch, touch plastic surgery people's faces. Always, always. Just, I always want to go up to them and it'd be like the scene from Hook. Dad, like, thank you. I was, you're going to be the little black kid? Yeah. There you there are. There you are, Dan. Hey, I, dude, if you if you did that to an old woman <laughs> dude. that had plastic surgery, that is the most baller shit you could that do. Would, that, we got to put that her in name, a movie. If you just go... There you are, Beverly. Just moving around her face. Yeah. Just who the fuck is this? Yeah, here's her. Who is this, Reginald? He's touching my face. Reginald, get him out of my That's sight it. immediately. There you are, Beverly. <laughs> if, she, if she got the reference, oh, dude, she would get it. Because you can't come back from that, right? Like no. Once you get your face you, all cat-faced. No, no, cat-faced. Yeah, once you cat-faced, it's just all plump and it just. I always like when those ladies are complaining at restaurants because that's just they're just like this is my wife Maria she's recently got work done Uh, she's also part dying cat yeah she is uh, what she makes up for in her lack of agility, she more than makes up for with her shrieking sounds. I always know when she's home. Oh. Yeah, dude, people getting their face fucked up. I knew this young girl, and she started getting that shit done, and you're like... Dude, well, uh, there's people... Uh, uh, one of my wife's friends, we're in her 30s. They're already starting to get a little bit of work done. I'm like, you're psychotic. Crazy. You're freaking around your th- in your 30s and getting work done? That's crazy. You're not going to last. No, man. Get out of here. What happened? You <laughs> what are, are you, What are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You're hacking up your damn face. Listen up. Nick Nolte? Yeah. Uh, hell, what the hell? You're getting your damn face hacked up. I am. I love doing Nick Nolte from the, the Incredible Hulk movie, you know. Uh, I always, he's broken down and he's been swallowing gravel for years. I always do it. The damn blue chips. Come on, Neon. What are you doing here? You don't even want the damn cousin. You don't even want it. Uh, hell. Uh, hell, Neon. Nick Nolte does sound like a dying cat. Now he does, right? yeah. I'm just gonna call this hairball real quick. Drown in my own spit, damn it! I mean, have you ever felt like you're gonna be consumed by your own mucus? Oh, that's gotta be a tough um, phone sex. Oh yeah. Do you like that? You want me to take off my damn pants? I'm hard. Hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Where's it? 
it worked for me. Yeah, it kind of works for you. All right, I'm going to start touching my cock. Got to get really in there. Hey, come on. I want to get my damn cock hard. Oh, I want to get my... I don't know. I already... There's chism everywhere. Just start stroking your damn cock and I'll do it to me too. I accidentally used Germex instead of lotion and then burning soap. I'm using lava soap. I like it to take off the top layer of skin. Sometimes I use vinegar and baking soda as a lubricant just so there's a volcano that wraps around my penis. I'm about to come. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. I just came all over the dick. I came all over my damn lap. There's come everywhere. That was, uh, that mic I had to get, I had to really... I think I blew a vocal cord. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte, you have to ice down after Great Dishonor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dishonor! Oh! Oh, Dan Soder, no light! Nick Nolte, Dishonor! Dude, I, I gotta buy one of these fucking machines. Dude, it's pretty insane, right? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it uh, it makes anything. So dang fun, baby. Oh, oh hi. My name is Dan Soder, man. That is, that, that is me. I'm Dan Soder, that's what 10 looks like years I, old. That's what it looks like when I talk. When you hear hey, I'm Dan Soder. How you doing, When people y'all? are like, hey, man, uh, are you Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Dan Soder from <laughs> the bonfire on Sirius XM, baby. Catch Big J and I most days of the week, chat, chat, chatting away. I just want to apologize to anyone that's had a conversation with me out of context. I am Dan. <laughs> that is alarming. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not only am I a podcast host, I'm a stand-up comedian yeah. and voiceover artist. How are How are you? It's fucking creepy. Creepy. Hey, it's great to be out in Los Angeles. Fucking <laughs> You're that guy who says Los Angeles. And you're like, yeah, oh, Los Angeles. Oh, you know, oh, you're from Los Angeles? La La Land. Oh, hell yeah. I love being in Los Angeles. Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, I'm going to start changing my voice. You know, the, uh, did you watch that documentary about um, that billionaire, uh, the lady that lied and created that like fake pill? It's on HBO. No. It's called The Innovator, I believe. No. Dude, watch this. This lady has, she does this voice. She does this voice. Yeah. No, but she does it. It's alarming. That's her speaking voice? But then you, you learn that she taught herself how to do that voice. Really? So maybe I'll do the verse and do a lighter voice. What's my, is this a higher voice? Is this better? <laughs> Would this freak you out if I Yo, I'm, oh, a, man. I'm, a, no, I'm OG Dan. You that new Dan, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's new Dan. This is less intimidating. Hey, man. I'm OG Dan over here. Hey, just want to let you know I still like wrestling and uh, still smoke weed. Just don't, I don't have a booming voice that scares the shit out of you. Yo, man, I'm about to go get some cigarettes and smoke them outside. Oh, man, oh, man I miss cigarettes. <laughs> oh, you miss? Oh, look, listen, his voice is already dropping. Oh, uh, cigarette voice, Dan. That's cigarette me. Cigarette voice, Dan. That, that's if I kept smoking. Yes, you kept smoke. If you keep smoke, we're going to the bonfire. Well, that. <laughs> Dude, that's just. That'll scare any cigarette smoker out of smoking, is just any kind of. Just listening, yeah, just listening to that. Yeah. Just ha- intense breathing. <sighs> I was in line, uh, actually it was opening for Jay in North Carolina, and we, 
someone was like, you got to go buy this cigarette uh, store. There was like a cigarette store in North Carolina. I forget what it was called. Yeah. It was like PJs or some shit. And they're like, cigarettes are $19 a carton. Which, 19 a carton? Just to let you know. It's 10 packs. Mm-hmm. In New York at That's, the time, oh, it was eleven sixty-five oh, yeah. a pack. Of course. It was eleven sixty-five a pack. Yeah. So for $19, you could get a carton of yes. cigarettes. Yeah. Dude, I got fucking four cartons because I was going to sell cigarettes to the people I worked at the restaurant with. Money. Money. And I wanted a carton for myself. The saddest line I've man, ever... You gotta have a oh, God. You got to have a carton for yourself, man. Dude, standing in line in that fucking cigarette line with like more than two people with oxygen tanks. Oh, no. And then everyone That's else scary. Was, yeah, they're just like... <laughs> And you're just oh, like, please. Yeah, Paul, Paul Mall and uh, GPC. And you're like, what am I fucking <laughs> doing? There's this kid uh, in uh, La Jolla one time. I was doing shows down there and I walked out and this is when I had uh, uh, like really long hair. Yeah. And he thought I was like one of the cool guys. I was like walking out like that was by like this alcohol store. He's like, he's like, hey, dude, um, can you buy me cigarettes? And he was 12. I was like. No, that's what I used like to immediately. I was like, "No, dude, no, I'm you, not doing that for you." We've talked about this on the bonfire because that used to be me. I used yeah. to wait. I used to after school go to the side of Circle K. Hey man, can oh. I get some cigarettes from you? Dude, there was. Hey man, there's a guy just alarmed coming out of a Pontiac Sunfire. Like what the hey, fuck? I got an eight dollar bill with your hey, name on. Yeah, hey, I got three bucks. That's how much cigarettes were. An back eight dollar bill. What is that? Yeah. Eight dollar. They don't make those. Young man with low voice. Oh man, I traveled lots of countries. So far, you're 12. Yeah, man, I am a world traveler, very experienced. That's why I need the cigarettes because I'm a fucking traveler. Yeah, uh, but whenever I try to give money and guys like you would be like, No, I'd be like, fucking nerd. Oh, yeah, always. I'd be like, Fuck yeah, you. I bet that guy like hated my guts. Hated He's you. like, This guy's a poser, he looks cool, he looks the part. It does say like he's gonna hook me up, dude. Is it weird that it does give me a little bit of hope? That kids are still trying to buy cigarettes in 2019. I mean, I kind of like it. I think that's okay. I honestly think that that's that's okay. It's like society is still like you know. Yeah. It honestly, I think we still need that like anti-establishment because everything all, right now, as far as like our jobs and everything, everything is so PC where it's like yeah. Well, at least there's still some things where it's like well, I'm dude, gonna, I'm I, gonna find a way to like you know out. Like, go around the system. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if in, like, 10 or 15 years, you find out some, like, genre-shattering artist was a young kid that wanted to piss everyone off so started wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Oh, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's, like, that seems to me to be the new punk kind of turn, you know what I mean? Like when the yuppies were big in the 80s and 90s, it was everyone was like, fuck, I'm going to be punk or alternative. Fuck you guys. Yeah. And now that that's kind of like progressive and, and being liberals, you know, the the majority or, or not the majority where I live, there's got to be some kids that are kind of like, fuck you. I just want to get a rise out of you. Yeah. Uh, that's what trolling is, I guess, to a certain extent. Yeah. The thing but I don't there's like no about trolling, trolling is there's no like, 
there's no repercussions for that. Like people can just sit behind something and do it. Yeah. Where where I feel like, especially back in the day, like people would be like, "Hey, dude, like look, you know, yeah. like, like you, oh, you don't like that? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. You well, they had a like, mohawk. They'd be like fucking freak. Yeah, get out of here, you dude. Freak. Yeah. yeah, they just had fucking piercings. They'd be like, you're a fucking freak. You're a weirdo. You're dumb. Okay. You're a weirdo. And then thirty years later, those in kids. Basins. You're yeah. you're the dumbest person I've ever seen. Well, that's that's what blows my mind is like you think about all those kids from the '80s and '90s, like that were the preppy bullies. And they're just like parents now, like, my child shouldn't have to listen. Isn't that weird? When people like that get they old. They should not be forced to even deal with this. They are delicate. They're a fun. fragile creature, okay? Children need, and it's like, nah, man, sometimes your kids need to get scuffed up. Dude, it probably, honestly, it probably would have done me a service if had I gotten in a fight at some point in my life. It's good. It's really good to be punched in the face by someone that you don't know. Because you're immediately like, why did you do that? Why did you? It's always your first thought. thought we were cool, man. Not even that. Just like, what? Did, why did, why you, did you do that? Seriously. They hit you and you're like. But. I haven't been punched a lot, but I've been punched enough times in the head to know exactly that feeling. Yeah. So when someone hits you and you're like, why did you do why that? You, why would you? Why? I didn't do nothing to you. I was yelling at you and then you punched me. I've now di- I have to punch you back. I've diffused a lot of situations with like just being like, we're all good here, dude. It's like, yeah, walking this is away. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, not. I'm you get gonna- to your 30s and it becomes much easier to walk away. Yeah. 30s, yeah. you're like, dude, I got an early day tomorrow. Yeah. You're just finding it's adult like, excuses. Yeah. You're like, I, mean, I gotta get lunch with a friend. I can't get into a fight in a parking lot. Yeah, I can't enough. end up with a black guy. Like, this is gonna affect auditions for weeks, man. <laughs> Even I mean, if you win, you're like, ah, man, I, am I getting an have assault you charge? In a fight? Not as an adult. Like fist fights? Yeah, I mean, as a teenager, mm-hmm. but not as an adult. And I've, I've only, I think oh, I've met Oh, yeah, we got in a lot of fights. Oh, scrap. Kids, man. We scrap. scrap in the, in the, in the backyards. Come man, on. It's so weird talking to my own voice. Yeah, I bet it is, man. It's, it's unsettling. Yeah, dude. I mean, we used to scrap like Yeah, we brought dishonor to our parents a few times when we got in those fights. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a kidnapper more than me. Listen. Yeah, there it is. Listen. If you're I have your son, Dan. You want to know what's creepy? That, what you, are you? You can do that with an effect, and I can just yeah. do that with regular... If you ever want to see your son again. If you want to see your son again. Hey, hold on. I'm, I'm calling. No, I'm calling. Dude, I get to call. No, I get to call. You have to let me do the call. Let me do the call. You're modified. I'm regular. Okay, fine. I'll let you do the call, I guess. Thank you. That's right. Shut up. Pick up. Do they do, they do it like prank phone calls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Son, 
Uh, oh, I, I didn't mean to say we. I, there's not more than one of us. Uh, this, uh, uh, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, God. How do I delete? Oh, bad. What's the feature? What's the feature? Oh, uh, how okay, did, did you remember how to hit the button? There's a way to delete your voicemail before you actually leave it on the message. Gotta go. I just found an effect that I want to see what it is. Do it. What? Oh, man. Pop it. It's like if a fart could talk. If a fart could talk. Hey, I'm a talking fart. Oh, no. It's me, your butt. Hey, could you... I I, I was kind of hoping for more of an SPD, like a silent kind of thing, but you Oh, no, man. I'm a dream. I'm a gene ripper. You're a gene ripper. There we go. Oh, look. A cute girl in line at the grocery store. Watch this. So, um... Yeah, that sounds like you're leaking mud. Okay, uh, guys, sorry. Uh, uh, I'm battle. If I could present the next Apple product that will be released. Oh, man. I had pie last night. Went to bed right after I ate it. Um, see, one of the new features on the new iPhone is actually uh, the retinal display is actually higher than... Could you tone it down just... <clears throat> There's actually a kickstand on the back of this new iPhone that allows. It's me, Jeremiah's Battle. I'm back. Right in the middle of a presentation. You better clinch me, motherfucker. Okay, there's a, there's a kickstand that allows you to look at your new iPhone in portrait mode or in landscape. Oh, man, I'm ripping it again. Will, the screen will. I'm ripping it. Well, actually, uh, it will automatically revert to the size that it came from. And you can pinch to zoom. Sir, sir. And, yeah. You're shitting your pants. I, I was really going to try. I was, You're I was shitting gonna, your pants. I was going to try to continue with the speech. I would get off the stage immediately. That's what I did, Jeremiah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm ripping it again. So, uh, as you can see, you're going to need to get off the stage. The, getting off the, the new model of. Get off. It's poop. Poop's coming down your pants. You need to get off the stage. Jeremiah, there's poop coming down your pants. I, have, I just have uh, like one more bullet point in the speech. Get out of here. It's too late. There's poop everywhere. And you can get the new operating system at apple.com. Okay, it's probably best that I should go. <laughs> I want you to have a talking butthole. <laughs> I know, dude. Do you want to make a cartoon where you're my talking butthole? More than anything. More than fucking anything. More than anything, dude. More, More than, than anything. The Jeremiah Butthole Story. The Jeremiah Butthole Story. It's a coming-of-age story. You guys are like, uh, LA's that place where it's cold, and then all of a sudden you go inside and it's hot. I know, it gets cold, and then it gets hot, and then it gets all breezy, and then it's like, hey, what's going on here? Let's get into this next segment called The Kindness Challenge. Okay. Every week, I challenge you, the listener, and myself to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart for somebody, and uh, I read emails on the show from you guys, the listeners, who submit letters of your kind acts, and we have one that is coming in uh, from a guy named Jeff uh, that says he was actually on a Kill Tony show. I usually don't know what they sound like or what they look like. Let's see what this guy did for his kindness challenge and see what Dan and I can do for our to challenge each other to do something nice for somebody later in the week. Okay. Uh, this guy, um, uh, let's see. Uh, 
My name is Jeff, and I was the bearded garbage man on the Kiltony Cleveland show that tried stand-up for the first time. Afterwards, I went to a bar on the other side of the city to see my friend that lives there, and as I'm getting out of the car about to greet my friends on the sidewalk, a man on a bike rides by and says to me, Hey, man, nice set tonight. You were really funny. <gasps> right in front of my friends. The guy on the bike worked at the club and just happened to ride by and make me look so cool right in front of my friend I haven't seen in a year. He also helped my girlfriend win the kindness challenge later on that night in the bedroom, if you know what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> so nice. So a little while ago, I was driving home from work and noticed the car in front of me had a taillight out. I live in a very small town, so I decided to follow this lady because chances are she's going home too. I probably scared her at first when I got out of my car behind her and started walking towards her, but I assured her I'm a friendly beard and not a scary beard. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that you got to really fucking state that quick. <laughs> and then she had a taillight out. Oh, no, 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 no. He just walked to the car going, yeah. no, 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 no. Good beard, good beard. Good beard, good, good, I'm a good, good beard. beard. I'm a good beard, not a bad beard. Now, I know uh, how it is when people are flashing their lights at you and you have no clue what the F is going on. It's terrifying. She thanked me for saving her the hassle possibly getting pulled over, and it only took five minutes out of my day. Kindness forwarded. There you go. All right, there you go, Jeff. That's a good That's a good way that's to good alert, alert someone that they have a problem with their car. Now, did he replace it? That's that's the thing that I uh, like. Did he, well, that, or did he just took, alert her? He might have alerted her. It only took her. five minutes. All right, I know how. He might have just followed her home and alerted her that she has a taillight. Okay, out, well, Jeff, which she might not have known until she got pulled over. Which okay, that's nice of you. Your approach, you know, may, could maybe use some polishing of the uh, the scary bearded man approach. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. imagine him like running her off the road and like, listen, your taillight's out. He just he starts <laughs> yeah, he starts tapping on her car with like a fucking object yeah. as he's walking along the side. Like, yeah. He's like, you got a taillight out. got a taillight out. You ever, you ever watched life drain out of a person's eyes before? Oh, also your taillight's out. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi, my name's Jeff. Hey, I'm Jeff. I'm a friendly neighbor. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that first two seconds, she's like, I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die. A guy follows sure. you home and gets out of a car with a beard. You think you're dead for at least five seconds. Yeah. Why Why? Fuck. Why wouldn't you? If I saw it, I'd go, fuck, fuck. Oh, no. Fuck. Oh no! Fuck. Well, well, you know what I would love, like when, when you were uh, talking about the, uh, I, I, I imagine like it's actually uh, one of those uh, blind man canes. Oh, it's yeah, actually yeah. like, <laughs> and then it gets to, and it's a blind guy that <laughs> reaches, and he goes, "Your taillight's out." And you she's go, how? Like, what? What? And then he leaves. <laughs> and then he leaves. But, but and then how? she checks, and it, it, it is actually out. And then he just pulls out and drives and then away. He drives <laughs> away. What? Well, uh, uh, is it? Magoo? How Mr. Did Magoo? They, how did that happen? Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Your taillight's out. Your taillight's out. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good kindness. That's just a very nice thing because you probably stopped her from being pulled over. Yeah. Have you have you done something uh, kind or nice for somebody uh, recently that you can think off the top of your head? Uh, yeah, you know, I try to like, I live in New York, so you can just give change, which I think is just a, a, a very, yeah. you know, quick kindness thing. Or I, uh, one of the things I always like to do is help women with strollers up the stairs of the subway. Oh, that's very nice. Is, like, even if I'm going down the stairs and on my way somewhere, because yeah. in Queens where I live, you walk up stairs and the train yeah. is above, it's an elevated train. So sometimes you'll see like these tiny women with these big baby carriages or some of them are huge, huge by the way. Yeah. And so you just fucking lift it. Yeah. And there's always that weird, there's two thoughts that I always go through my head. Don't trip. 
You're holding yeah. a baby. You're holding a baby. And number one, this baby's got to be freaked out. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, its carriage just gets lifted up, and I'm like, hey, you hear that? <laughs> I just imagine you doing like a fireman carry, like yeah. just like to be a heroic uh, of like when, when you actually get the stroller up on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's me, Dan. Do you <laughs> mind if uh, I carry your baby and your stroller up the stairs for you? Is that it's, all right? It's a good burn. Oh, yeah. Getting those calories worked out while I Anyways, lift your baby. You got to go do a radio show. Anyway, I'm on serious. <laughs> yeah. I love Jeremiah's Dan Soder with the voice of Dan <laughs> right. Soder button. It's very sexy. I'm a big fan. You're a big hero. And you hero. make me cooler. I make you very... I, there's a smile that I put on my face. That there's I a smile really you put on my it. face. That's It really <laughs> makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, I think so. It's it's kind of easier to do uh, kind things for like people like that. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah there was a, there was a homeless person. Uh, uh, I was about to go see the movie Us with my wife on Sunday. Homeless guy. We had just came from a, a picnic, very domestic Sunday, yeah. and uh, uh, we had leftover food from the picnic. Gave it to nice homeless guy. Yeah, that guy probably really things. enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, hey man, would you before I could even finish? She's like, yes. Please. And I was like, oh, man, this is that's like a brutal. Good, that's a good day for him. Though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. Yeah, that's tough. But they're just like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for just basic. I know. Kindness. I know. And you're like, fuck. But that's what the kindness challenge is all about. So send in your submission letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com so I can read them here on the show. Be kind. Let's get into this next segment. Fanning out. Fanning out. Questions from fans. Videotaping, so I started having fun with that. Oh, dude. Oh, no. Yeah. Dude. Man, you can really tell I'm an only child by how much I entertain myself with shit that I'm like, yeah, d- no one else be entertained by this. I'm like, look at that movement. Look huh? at this. You like that oh, movement? I'm you like that? Mic. I'm on mic. You I'm like on that? Mic. You like that juxtaposition, huh? Mm. Um, so this first question comes from Instagram, and there were a lot of questions on, uh, on Instagram, and I said people, uh, I said, hey, if you could ask Dan Soder any question, yeah. or if you want to give us some character suggestions to try to pull off. I like that. We could do that as well. So I'll do a little mix um, uh, of that. Um, what? Okay. Yeah, I'll take this. What would Macho Man Randy Savage have to say to Feminist Stacy? This is from at Duffman Strong. Mm. Uh, here you do a mean Macho Man, and uh, Feminist Stacy is one of my original characters. Yeah, I know Feminist Stacy. Yeah, I'm familiar she's with. A, she's a real bitch. She really is. She gets real, real. She real tight, real quick fuse. Very outspoken. She's very ready. Outspoken. She's ready to go in a moment's notice. Yeah. So is this me? This uh, is. Uh, this is Randy think, Savage, yeah. macho mansplaining to Feminist Stacy. Feminist Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, you got to understand, without the patriarchy and without the kings and the priests and all the bishops, there is no society, yeah. What do you mean there's no society? I mean that you ain't doing the heavy lifting, no, yeah. You You're saying that a woman can't do the heavy lifting? I'm saying there only been a couple, Catherine the Great. There's only been a couple and she loved horses, yeah. Loved the horses for the wrong reasons, not because they're majestic creatures, You're yeah. naming only one great woman. There's I'm, so many. Amelia Earhart, Hillary she, Clinton. Do you want Amelia me to Amelia Earhart got lost in the air, yeah. She's up there. But she said 
there. up there. She yeah, I'm said, talking about Kevin Bacon. I'm she set a precedent for young women all over the Ain't world that no they can prison. do whatever they want, Ain't whatever no they set prison. their mind to. No you disgust me. Ain't Why don't you prison. snap into a Slim Jim no. right now and go eat some more beef, you animal killer? You're disgusting. Go inject yourself with more steroids. If you're willing to go up, yeah, you must come down. Yeah, the elbow, the elbow that's kept the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship around my waist. Yeah, always because I dropped the elbow. Why yeah. are you speaking to me like some kind of bridge troll with riddles? None I'm of this under, even makes sense, macho man. I understand. Yeah, you need a dick in. Yeah, you need a deep, deep dick in. How uh, dare you? I'm talking about but what, six or oh, seven how about inches I, to I, the back of your throat. It yeah. could be. Uh, maybe I need a deep vagging, huh? Yeah, scissors, Maybe I need scissors, some of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Scissor maybe. and scissor equals paper. Okay. Yeah. Scissor and scissor, you know what? I'm talking about being the greatest of all time, yeah, and all you are is just a douchebag, yeah, a very angry Yes, douchebag. I do use the douchebag because I'm a woman, and that is a natural thing that occurs Cavernous once a vagina. month, or for me, ah, once, once a week. I have a weekly period because I'm such a woman. You're bleeding out the conversation, yeah. And you're about to be bleeding out your eyes because I'm challenging you this summer, SummerSlam. 2019 Feminist uh, Stacy versus the ghost of Macho Man Randy Savage. Make it a ladder match. Gotta climb up just like society. Well, yeah, you gotta climb up to the very top. You know, I would use a ladder, but there's a glass ceiling over women. That's it. It's a glass ceiling match. Yeah. Winner shatters the glass ceiling, gets the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. I'm talking about the number one belt in all the land. Come get it, Scissor Sister. Oh, yeah. This summer. Yeah, dude. I think we just fucking promoted a match. I think we match. promoted a great match. I think people would love to see uh, Macho Man versus Feminist Stacy in yeah. the ring. <laughs> um, This was from... uh Oh, the, so a lot of... um. A lot of Sam Elliott requests. Yeah, uh, buddy. This, this one made me uh, happy. This was... uh Let me try to find it real quick. <coughs> I... uh here it is here it is here it is this was from oh at exile on brain street mm -hmm. on twitter they want us to do sam elliott talking to sam elliott oh ah, well man i don't mind a conversation with myself as long as i'm willing to sometimes i just like to ponder man i'd probably man. say what did you think of that whole Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper thing? I thought it was one of those things where Bradley Cooper, he did steal my voice. I didn't appreciate it much either, but we were playing brothers, so I figured... I guess it kind of worked because he did his research. I'm going to pull him aside and go, Bradley, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing here? You're trying to tell me that you're doing my voice in a movie that I'm in? I mean, that's a cocksure way to... You ever seen a you ever seen a animal take another animal's food? Well, that's kind of what you're doing here. Have you buddy. ever seen dances with wolves? You ever seen a sunset when you're half naked on a back patio yelling into a phone about cable service? You ever look into the inside of a hot tub and realize that you're actually bobbing for apples on a hot summer day. There's times where I'll wind up in the middle of a cross street and two busy intersections just naked and yelling, and I realize, damn it, Sam, you've gone crazy again. 
then I realized it was a full moon last night, and I might actually be a werewolf. My name is Sam Elliott, and I believe I am a werewolf. My name is Sam Elliott, and I do believe in interdimensional <laughs> spatial creature demons. Let me tell you something. When you're let me up tell there, you something, actually. When you're up there in the fifth dimension. Let me tell me something. Let me tell me let something. Let me tell me something When real you quick. rip through the space-time can continuum. Here it is. is. We're matching back up. What's happening? happening? Yeah, dude, I'm totally down with that. I love Sam Elliott. (laughs) Sam Elliott's great. Uh, Sam Elliott, interdimensional traveler. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Sam Elliott, interdimensional time traveler. There's only one thing that's better than the cold, crisp Rocky Mountain water, and that's traveling through space and time. And that's Bud Light. This message brought to you by (laughs) Bud Light. (laughs) There's I'm only so one sure. thing that's better than interdimensional space-time travel. Miller, Miller Light. Miller Light. Are it's, you living the Miller I life? It must be Miller time. It must be Miller time. It must be Miller time. The champagne of beers. Brings dishonor! God, I love Japanese game shows. They're great. Yeah. I'm a big fan. One of my favorite SNL uh, sketches is, uh, what, is Chris Farley. I, what did he and say? Mike. It's yeah. so funny. Quapi, Serpi, He goes, Miku, Hachi, Juhachi. Hachi, Juhachi. Hachi, Juhachi. Hachi, Juhachi. Dude, it's the best. Dude, that's one of those sketches, too, that I'm afraid they probably wouldn't have the balls to make right now no because way. they're like Mike Myers is a white guy. I yeah. don't think we're gonna have him playing a Japanese My guy. My name and just Chris Farley. I am from Wisconsin. I don't know. I won tickets to this. Hachi ju hachi hachi hachi. I'm sorry. Quapi serpi be cool. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. Good lord. What yeah. are you doing? I fucking forgot how great that sketch oh, is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Wow. That, I, I haven't thought about that sketch in fucking years. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. We we both are big fans of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you, absolutely. You walked in and you uh you noticed the uh the Jack Handy quote love on a, my wall. Love oh, a good the, deep thoughts. That painting. Yeah. You've auditioned for the show, right? Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Uh, pretty nuts, man. I I did a tape. Um, and I had a good recommendation. Uh, Brian Tucker, who is the head writer of SNL, right. we were writing a show together, and he recommended me. And it was the year after; it was the fortieth season. It was thirty nine going into forty. Yeah, because they're in what forty five now, or yeah, they're close or yeah, forty five. Yeah, and it was uh, it was it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool experience. I think I wish I would have taken um, I wish I would have taken it in more. I think I was so like. Stressed about the whole yeah, thing. And, yeah, yeah, of course. And I wanted to do stand-up, and my agent was really against me doing stand-up. She wanted me to do characters, and then going in and doing the characters, it felt weird to do them, to do them live and not have a mic like this. Yeah, so because we're so we're so used to it. We that's what yeah. we do every night of the week. And you don't use you project differently when you don't have Very a mic. Very differently. So well, also a, being a voice guy too, yeah. we're used to being you know right yeah. up on the mic. Like and this. if you're not, it's like a harder. It feels weirder to do the voice. Yeah, which with, is just another obstacle when you're like, oh, when you have something outside of like you're thinking like, oh, this you're already like slightly out of it more than you would be like ha- like if yeah. you. Have, yeah, you're kind of like, like I don't have any con- usually have. You're like I don't feel as contr- I don't have control over it the right. way I would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The way I can, you could stop it or bring it back. So the live one, I was like, ah, shit, I sucked. That sucked. And then uh, I got a call, and they're like, uh, we want to screen test you. You know, Lauren wants to screen test you at, at the home base. Yeah, AH. 
uh, in at 30 Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And now, where were you when you got this call? Uh, Just paint I was, the picture. I was, uh, dude, this is so shitty because this, uh, this in- inevitably killed a relationship of mine. Um, mm. I was supposed to come out to LA to do shows for like a Fox showcase. And this is 2014. And they're like, yeah, we want you to come out to do a Fox showcase for FX uh, in LA. It's, it was at the improv. And I was like, all right. So I had this trip booked. And um, my girlfriend at the time was uh, living in New York. She was going to move to L.A. She's a, she's an actress. And um, I love doing this thing where uh, my mom did it to me as a kid, where you act like something. It's fake bad, surprise good. Right. My mom always did that with Christmas presents because she didn't have a lot of money. So she'd be like, I, I could only get you one present. And yeah. I'd be like, I like it, mom. You know? Yeah. And she'd be like, well, Santa got you another one. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, ah! Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. fucking love it. It's such a good way to get me fucking super excited. And I love doing it to people with like good news or, yeah. or cool news. It's always fun to do that. It's a great way to. So I get this call from my manager and he's like, hey, we got the call. Uh, Lauren Michaels wants you to screen test. Lorne wants you to screen test uh, this day. You're supposed to be in LA. Fuck it. We'll cancel those shows because obviously. Yeah. You're going to take a Fox showcase over. Show- <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Or, he said no. He said, oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh. Lorne getting that call. Yeah. Dan has a Fox show. He has a Fox show. Oh, really? Eight, an eight minute set. The hmm. uh, improv. The improv. Is he good for him? Okay. Okay. Good well, luck. Goodbye forever. Too bad they're never doing Married with Children again. You can, you're. <laughs> it's too late to play Bud. Bud Bundy. <laughs> that was the role you were born for. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. All right, let's cancel. So I hang up and I immediately call my girlfriend. She's the first person I call, and I'm like, um, I gotta cancel my LA shows. Yeah. That's the fake bad news. You know? Yeah. I just found out I gotta cancel my LA shows. She's like, oh, no. What happened? And I was like standing on the corner of 55th and 6th Avenue. And I go, I'm screen testing for Lauren Michaels. Silence. And she just goes, oh, can you reschedule those shows? And it fucking broke my heart. It broke my heart. Because immediately I was like, she's not excited for me. Yeah. This is so weird. That's such like a, a letdown, especially for somebody who grew up on the show like you yeah. and I did. That's a monumental phone call that you're sharing with somebody. And yes. then, then the response that you're getting is so weak and so well, like, meh. Yeah, and she was like, well, you can reschedule. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just went like this. I was like, yeah, I guess. I'm going to call you back. And I hung up and I called my best friend. Danny and he reacted the way that where I was like, dude, I just found out I'm screen testing for Lauren Michaels in August. And he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? I'm so excited. Oh my God. This is fucking awesome, dude. You, you get to go to, you get to go to eight H. I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, you get to fucking, that's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was like, yes, that's what you're looking for. That's what I'm freaking. Yeah. And then when my, when that girl and I broke up, I brought it up. I was like, why the fuck did you act like that? She was like, I was jealous. What? And you're like, what? That's so weird. She lives in LA now. She a performer? Yeah. Oh, she, that's she's not even... a comic. She's she's just like in the yeah in I the mean, biz. She's in the biz now. She's an actor. And that's... listen, we're cool. We're we're yeah, yeah, cool yeah. now. She's been in a relationship for five years, and I and I honestly think it was like her at a weird time, and she was sure. You can make all the excuses you want. Fact of the matter is, that I think that was one of the death blows to our relationship. 
Wow. Because you're like, you well, ain't, you ain't really. Well, if somebody's, they don't have your best interest at heart. If it's somebody who you're like, oh, I thought we like loved each other. Like, even though it's like, I didn't even uh, call it, her after in, the, in the screen. Even things you're like, okay. You're, it's like a, kind of a small moment in our relationship, but it also tells a lot about you as a person. A it, it, it's more of that. It also is like really like, oh, this isn't a partnership. Right. It's I need like, my part. I want to be with someone. That's yeah, she's like, like well, what? oh, I thought I was going to be advancing. Yeah. And then you were just kind of. It's like you're both at the door. And she's like, you're going to go. Oh, you're going to. You're gonna I go mean, first? I'll let you. I get. Okay. Yeah. But I, it was really one of those things where I was like, oh, man. And it, I, I didn't even call her. I called her hours after I screen tested. Well, yeah, because I mean that's not the response. Yeah, yeah I don't want to call. You don't her. get it. Yeah, you don't get the you don't get the joy. Or, and then I didn't feel like I did a great job on my screen test. <clears throat> I felt like it was like. What were some of the like characters or? I did Macho did? Man doing defend uh, stand your stand your ground. I did him doing the definition of a stand your ground because that was when you remember like that Florida case of that like black teenager got killed on the guy. Yeah. And he said he was standing his ground on the, on the property. Yeah. Yeah. So I just did Florida macho man explaining stand your ground. I did uh, Sam Elliott doing um, a Coors Light commercial for uh, gender reassignment. Love it. Yeah, so it's basically just like if you were born in any and you want to be an Audi, there's a place in Colorado. Well. They can make up for all the mistakes that nature didn't intend. We're talking about straight up transsexual surgery, Trinidad, Colorado, which is kind of a weird, ballsy thing to do on an SNL. Yeah. And then I did Jason Statham's edible arrangements. Oh, really? I was like, if you're Jason Statham, I'm sick and tired of beating people up. You know what I like to do? Botany. And I love fruit. Well, now I've mixed the two of them. Jason Statham's edible arrangements. Did your brother just graduate high school? Well, give him a bouquet of kicks that are cantaloupe. It's Jason Statham's edible arrangements. Then, week one, Jay, uh, Chris Pratt hosts SNL, a sketch that's cut in rehearsal, Jason Statham's Jason Statham's. You're like, all right, guys, that's what we're doing? Wow. One twist. I've heard. I've heard many stories. Yeah, there's too many out there to not believe them. Yeah. Uh, the one, and so I didn't get it. Uh, well, Frank Garcia Helge, who's a really talented UCB uh, comedian and actor, I thought really, really should have been on the show. Mm-hmm. He he does so many impressions that are so funny and perfect. He does a perfect Jimmy Kimmel. He just does like these impressions where you're like, that's so funny. Yeah. A great like John C. Riley and a perfect Seth Rogen and just stuff. I think I've seen him at uh, a CBS showcase, actually. Okay. Yeah, he was very, very good. Very, 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 very talented. Yeah. And he was the guy that I was like, and I, I found out I got to the final, out of the 16 that screen tested, I got down to like the final five mm-hmm. and then I didn't get it. And they just went with Pete Davidson. That was like the only person gotcha. I with. That's interesting that they let your manager know or whoever, like, oh, you're in the top five. Tucker did. I was writing a gotcha, show with him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So he's like your inside guy, like inside scooper, like, hey, and this Lauren is where. Like, yeah, Lauren was like, I like your guy. He's going to be in the top five. We, we th- I think he's really funny. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. And then they brought me back the next year. I just did one tape. Uh, and then I was I screen tested again. completely, but completely I knew different, completely different uh, characters. And yeah, impressions. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Jeff Bridges uh, changing lanes where it's like I I need to get over. 
I'm trying to get over in the next lane, man. Move over. I'm honking because I'm here. You're not even listening to me, man. It was, it was just basically the big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the one that fucking got Lauren Michaels. I didn't get him the first time, but the second time I broke him. I got him to laugh because you see him in the per- in their peripheral vision. They're yeah. all clustered together, you know, down in the seats, and you're on the main stage where like the host gives the monologue, and you're supposed to just look at the camera. You're not supposed to look at them. You're oh, not- it's it's all direct camera, and they're per- yeah, and they're off to the side. And the director Dave, which is it's such like- a funny mind game, anyway. Yeah. Like especially as like performers who we we work with live audiences all the time. It's like nope. It's just to that camera. Don't worry about the people that are over here that are making all the decisions. But it really does make sense on Lauren knows what he needs for comic for for SNL because there's going to be nights where Mick Jagger is just sitting to the side doing yep. it, and you got to stay in your fucking character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <clears throat> like crazy shit could be going on backstage, and you have to be focused. So I kind of fucking get it. Yeah, I get a little bit of the games that he plays because the guy knows how to fucking. He's like Bill Belichick. It's yeah. like. The guy's done it for years. Want to make it, sure that all the ingredients are, are there. He knows what he needs. So what, what was the thing? I did Winnie the Pooh addicted to honey, and it made Lauren laugh out loud. Where I was like, I woke up in a truck stop in just a red shirt. Oh, I knew that I had made trouble again. Oh, sometimes doing honey, you don't realize it's one pot, two pot. Oh, Piglet, they're all dead. Tigger ended it. We thought he was so happy it turned out it was a mirage. I just put my big paws back into honey. Yeah, it was just, and he just started laughing. Dude, that's like, so good. And I was like, I knew I wasn't getting it, so that was all I gave a shit about. That is funny. That was one, like, there's a bunch of different character and stuff requests, but there, there was one comment that was like, please, for the love of God, do Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, dude, I love doing my new favorite thing to do by myself is PTSD Winnie the Pooh. It's hilarious. Where he goes, oh yeah, well I came back after realizing I'd put down a bunch of hodgies. I was in the 4th Marine Corps. Hoorah, I'm a leatherneck. I was over in Afghanistan, and they're all messed up on opiates. I tell you, I'd rather go back to the forest. Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. What? Oh, God, what do you want? It's me, Christopher Robin. I know it is, you half a fag. Listen, I was wondering... Would you like to wear shorts with me, perhaps? I, I don't wear pants. I live fast and loose. First off, I'm a bear. You conveniently forget that a lot. But you keep treating me like a damn dog. I'm a bear. I'm sorry, you, but you're my bear, Pooh Bear. I'll rip your goddamn throat out. Oh, what? I'm, what do you think? Pet chimps are the only ones that can turn. What? Why would you threaten me with uh, violence, Pooh Bear? I haven't had any honey all day. I'm really going through Do it. I need to go get your fix? Oh, yes, let me tie up and push off. Oh, I need to go into a deep, deep honeycomb. <laughs> I'm gonna... A honeycomb. A honeycomb. <laughs> oh, pure honey. Oh. So suck my dick, you bees. Wait, I what? Want your, oh, I want deep... You want the bees to do what to your what? Lather me in honey and sting me all over. Don't bother. Well, listen, Pooh Bear. Listen, Pooh Bear. You've been shooting up honey for a long time. You miserable son of a bitch. Eeyore is always who, like, I don't know. I don't know. I have to be. I have to be choked to come. No one likes me. Um. (laughs) 
Nothing makes me pop harder than being choked. That's actually not my tail that they pin on. I, <laughs> I had gender reassignment. It's my penis. I was actually that was, a male donkey. It was actually a male donkey. No. Now, can't afford the chemicals. Can't afford the chemicals. Hormone treatment is too much. Yeah, so now I'm addicted to honey with my friend I did Winnie. Find, I did find it very odd. That Piglet and Eeyore started dating after Eeyore had a surgery. Well, you win some, you lose some. I wouldn't mind taking off this red shirt and getting completely naked. Oh, I'm such a naughty. Don't you say a word about me and Piglet to anybody, okay? I'm such a naughty little bear. I'm a naughty little fatso. What are happening to my animals? I'll oh, put it out on me. Put out a cigarette on my butt. Wait, Christopher, I Christopher, can't. Stop it. My father already neglects me enough. I can't continue I with know. this any longer. That's why I need it. Oh, I need it so bad. Why do you have a belt tied around your arm and uh, there's honey dripping everywhere? Oh, because it's the only thing that makes me feel sane in this stupid forest. <laughs> Dude, that's so Dude. funny. Uh, I mean... I'll try to ask a couple more questions, then we'll do sack stock. But I mean, I could literally yeah. keep you here for so long. Um, <clears throat> let's do this one from uh, from uh, from Instagram. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is uh, oh uh, when hmm, no, we've actually organically answered a, a good amount of these. Uh, all right. Um, Organic. 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 Oh, please. so um, there's uh, a lot of different questions since uh, there's a lot of questions about the show Billions that you're on. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll generally I'll I'll do more of a, a question um, that I think will cover some of these. What uh, what's that process like being in more uh, like it's like a kind of more of a dramatic show. Yeah. You- so like. Being a, coming from a comedic background, did you grow up doing acting and, and no, 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 no. I um, like, is that a hard role to prepare for? I, no, I've been very fortunate with that role. I I knew Brian and Brian Koppelman and David Levine for years, who mm-hmm. created the show. We were working on a different show. I uh, started writing this pilot, and I know them, and I've never really been like, um, hey, can you put me in your movies? Yeah. I auditioned once. They're coming. Oh, no. I auditioned once for uh, a movie Brian did called um, Solitary Man. It's a damn war zone. Uh, they. Mom, I'm just playing with my machine gun. <laughs> yeah, cool, Dan. Oh, sexy, yeah, Dan. Yeah, I was just playing with my G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, there's helicopters up. Back Everywhere. to your story about billions. Uh, they, after we, um, so I. I had this idea for the show and I just like had coffee with them and they're like, that's a really good idea. Like, let's write that show. And I was like, all right. So we started like kind of working on it. And then like, Hey, we got this offer to go do this spec script with Aaron Ross Sorkin about, uh, the finance world. So we're going to go do that. So like, good luck. Keep working on it. Yeah. And we'll talk to you in a couple months. Yeah. So in a couple months later, they're like, Hey, we're auditioning for this show. We have Paul Giamatti, Damian Lewis. It's a pilot for Showtime. I went in four or five times. So, you know, when you know someone, it hel- that you get in the door, but then you have to get you have past. To do it, yeah. You have to get past multiple. There's like Showtime. There's the director. There was like a bunch of people that ended up liking me, but ended up not having a role 
they had you know they were like hey we, we have we have a one-off role where you could play like this coach or if we go to series we'll write you a role and i was like fucking yeah dude let's do that I remember exactly where I was standing in my room when they called me because they were yeah. like, they called me to be like, yo, dude, we love you and Showtime loves you. Here's the deal. All of our main roles are booked. Yep. <laughs> we don't know what the world's going to be. Yep. We, so we don't you, know how the pieces are going to fall, but like know that we want to use you if this gets picked up. Yes. And yep. I was like, man, you guys are going to get picked up. Yep. I, I know you guys. I which know is, the cast. Which is cool of you to be like, to have vision for yourself and be like, no, I'm good with waiting and like taking, you know what I mean? In an odd way, I feel like all I really wanted was that validation of Showtime being like, sure, great job. Oh, he's great. Great job. We like yeah, it. You did what we need you to. Yeah. One and, of my one of my things that stuck with uh, me, um, uh, speaking of SNL, do you know Jeff Richards, former yeah. cast member of SNL? So he, when he called his mom, I'll never, this is just like a, a f- interesting thing. Like his mom said to him when he called her and told him, he booked SNL. Of course, she's like, she said, "Congrats and all that stuff." She's yeah. really happy for him. She goes, "Now you have to do it." Yeah. And he's like, "What?" She goes, "You you booked it, but now you have to go do what they are expecting you to do. You so to you be, have your work cut out for you." Yeah, you got to like, do like as much as as congratulations. It's also like get ready. Like this yeah. is about to get crazy. And that's kind of how I felt when they reached back out months later, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, I, I saw I got picked up." Uh, I saw because I'm friends with Brian on social media. Yeah, he got picked up, so I was like, "Were you like, oh?" No, at first I was like, "Yes," because yeah. that's his show, and I, I'm just more happy in general. Yeah, yeah. It was like that's fucking awesome. My buddy's got a show picked up on Showtime, even though he's like super talented, and that wouldn't be a problem. But then I was like, "All right, maybe you know, whatever." I made my choice, and I'm I'm comfortable. And then we got a call that was like, "Hey, we you know." We got an offer for you to be on the show. And then they called me and they're like, here's the character we want to write you in is kind of like a, the way I look at it is like, if I had a dad, Mafia is like the character Mafia is like, if I would have grown up with uh, loving parents, gotcha, you know, like parents that were there for me and I sure. played the cross and I was kind of like a good guy, but also kind of like a douchey uh, Wall Street guy. So then, um, Season one, you know, I had a couple scenes and I was just kind of like supposed to be one of the guys in the office that would be talking loud or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they gave me some stuff. And it's like that. It's like you you prepare and you hope you do well. And then at the end, I would always always ask Brian and David when I was done. I would do the, um, I've said this before, but I'd always do the Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights where I go, is that sexy, Jack? If it's not sexy, I can do it again. Hey. Hey, was that sexy? I'd always say that. I always come back to video village and I go, is that sexy, Jack? Do you want me to do it again? If you want, I can go again. <laughs> and they're like, what? That's so great. Yeah, but some directors really liked it. Some directors were like, that's really funny. And also it was like, you really see your, you um, you get to see how much kind of fun you bring to a set being a comedian. Because you see who's willing to joke around. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, this is awesome. Like Damian yeah. Lewis and I got, and David Costable and Kelly O'Coin and like the whole cast is awesome mm-hmm. but seeing damien lewis be like ah oh, what's up man you know like yeah, when he warmed yeah. up to me i was like this guy's awesome yeah he, gets he is it. and he runs the set he's like you know he's the top of show so he's just like he dictates how everyone's gonna be 
Yeah. It was pretty awesome. But yeah, it's been a very, very fun experience. It's crazy we've done four seasons. It's crazy they've allowed me to be on the show for four seasons. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Very lucky to be on that. And I think there's a really good season that's out now. Do you feel like because you're a stand-up, like I, I, feel, I feel this personally when I do things that are on sets that you do kind of need that a little bit of extra validation from like somebody being like, oh, that was good because we're so used to immediate validation. 100%. Like well, I need that also with the bonfire. I, I feel like if I'm not like this whole week, I'm in L.A. I'm in uh, I'm in L.A. and Jay is in New York. Yeah. And so is the crew. But something that I need the crew there for is to laugh when I make Jacob or Lou laugh. Right. I know that I had a good joke when I'm by myself and they're off mic and I'm talking to Jay. Jay necessarily can't laugh at everything I say. Right. Otherwise, it's just you guys laughing at each other the whole show. Exactly. Like. As good. a listener, it's like, okay, Got we it. get it. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> but if I say something and I can hear Jacob break, I know I'm like, oh, that was funny. Because he listens to us all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's weird. It, it, but I completely agree with you. That immediate validation is kind of necessary. Mm-hmm. Because in stand-up, you're like, you know. Or so you every night of the week, we're getting like, okay, yeah. if the joke works, we get a yeah. response. Right down in there, you find out if it worked. Yeah. Where, yeah. where like, this, like, on set, you're like, uh, you're trying to do, like, this serious moment, like. And that was the last time I saw my dad. <laughs> Cut. All right, we got it. We're moving on. And we're like, was, it, was, that, was that good? Dude, or? There's, a scene, there's a scene this year, and I'm not going to give anything away, where I yell at somebody. Like, I fucking go off. I fucking fly off the handle. In the yeah. face, fucking scream. Yeah. And I was like, I would finish and be like, I'm sorry. Ah, fuck, what do I do? And they're like, no, no, no. The director, she was very calm and cool. And she was like, that was great. And it's like, it's so funny, man, because it's like you see people that are good actors, good dramatic actors, and they know that we're fucking, like David Costable, who plays Wags, knows I'm a fucking nutball. Yeah. So he would like just come over and be like, and you're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Do, you, uh, do you need another take? Or it's just Chris Farley. Go, it's the Chris Farley I, show. I, I can go again. You're, like, you're awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's it. just cool to be here, man. Just... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I got a text where I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You ever, you ever think you, you cancel something and then you don't? And oh, then, yeah. And then you're like, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh fuck. I oh, thought fuck. I, oh, fuck. I, you're going to be mad at me. Uh, but dude, it's fucking such a cool show, and you know, I know it's a limited time thing, so I'm just enjoying it. Heck yeah! yeah. Well, this brings us to our final segment, Sax Talk. Yes. Oh, All right. So I prepped Dan right before the podcast. I told him that That's he good. was going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to follow him along with that sweet, sweet saxophone. So whenever you're ready, Dan. I'll accent and follow your story. There's a certain chill in the air in spring in Colorado. It's not too cold, but it ain't warm, baby. Sometimes it's a cold night. Nothing goes better on a cold night than just two bodies embracing into one. I got home from cleaning the hair salon. I was a janitor there. 16 years old, young and spry. I was actually 17. I forget that I smoked a lot of weed. Cell phones weren't around. You had to call a house line. I had been talking with this girl, Diana. 
beautiful light-skinned girl. Big old butt. She said when she got off work at King Supers, which was a grocery store, she could come on over, warm me up. So, there I was, at my house, 9.45 at night. Diana came over. She tossed a red King Supers apron on a chair. I put on Ludacris' album. It was pretty popular at the time. My mom... Mm. My mom... Oh, I see what you're doing. Throw them bows. <laughs> That's there. My mom was at her boyfriend Randy's, so I had the house to myself. Diana came over, we smoked a bowl, we went upstairs. We started kissing on my bed, and kisses turned into touching, and touching turned into rubbing. We got naked, I put on a condom. I went inside of her. That's exactly how long I lasted. Came all over the place. In the condom, not in the pool. Immediately feeling stupid. I realized I came quick. Seventeen years old, I learned the best way out of this. Flood with conversation. Be funny. Do voices. Because they'll last longer than your sexual prowess. It would be six years before Diana would let me have sex with her again. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's fucking fun. That was a good time, right? Dude, uh, that is fucking great. I had to, I had to find the ludicrous song. I was That's like, why I, I didn't know what you were doing, and then all of a sudden yeah. I heard it, I was like... Burr, 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 burr. I was I like... My, my home is... Yeah. And God, God, that, I don't know if that was on the first album, but it was appropriate for the story. It was appropriate. It was very appropriate. Oh, bother. Oh, you, oh bother. You, you pick the wrong little <laughs> silly old bear. Oh. You pick the wrong song. Well, Pooh Bear, it's been so nice to have you on the show. Oh, Christopher Robin, if you ever fall asleep around me, I'll eat your face like oh. a cat around a dead body. Okay. Well, uh, Dan. Dude, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for doing the show. Do you want to plug anything real quick before we end? DanSoder.com. Uh, the Bonfire, Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. on Sirius XM. And Billion, Sunday at 9 Eastern. DanSoder.com. Watch and listen to the 
Dude, I would love to have you back anytime. You were anytime. a complete blast. Thanks so much for doing the show. You're the man, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah.